Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back. This is the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Miller. He's Alex Keery. <laughs> and uh, so Alex has been wringing his hands over college sports. We all have. I've been looking forward to college football as well. Um, BYU is breathing a sigh of relief. Uh, they don't have to play as many games. Oh, really? Oh, sure. And they're breathing a sigh of relief that it looks like all the difficult teams are not going to be able to play. In I don't Pro like Bowl. your attitude. I don't like the way you're doing this. I don't like the. I don't like what you're doing to people. It's a bad attitude to have. Okay. Well, but well, hold on a second, because Alex, because I, I think I might have a little bit of a, a little bit of a light to shine in your life. Oh, tell me. Um, but it's going to come in a second. It's not going to come right away. First, a little bit more darkness, courtesy of Ralph Neighbor. Na- Ralph, <laughs> you know what? Nader. He probably would have done a lot better uh, presidential runs if uh, his if, name was Ralph if, Neighbor. If his name was Ralph Neighbor, because all the slogans write themselves, and you know, and <laughs> so um, what's Ralph Nader have to say? Assertion. He made the assertion. He wrote this uh, opinion editorial that's being passed around. Appeared in USA Today. That's where we read it. Pandemic can't stop the greed of college athletic programs that Congress can. Oh. And he's basically saying, hey, Congress needs to step in and make sure that college athletic programs are quiet this fall and are not trying to get out there and play games that would put students' health at risk. But I want to I want to point something out today to you, Alex, because I know you've been so bummed about this. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're acting like I'm like, oh, I wanted to be able to hit the TiVo and have a and have some uh, a sandwich on a Saturday. This is, your li- this is no, this is your livelihood. Yes, like like I, I'm the sports director at, at the radio station. Am I spo- like it's yeah. just like crossing my fingers and going, hope we have a season. But on top of all of it. Uh, and maybe you can give me a suggestion because my son goes. So where are we supposed to go for our for? Because I I you know I promised him a trip somewhere and he's like open to changing where we could take a trip and it's not going to go see a BYU game. It's not going to be to Stanford this year because they're not playing them. But I honestly am taking suggestions as to where I should take Cooper because well, Disney World is open to <laughs> and believe me, it's tempting because but but that's the other here's the other problem. That that's also a trip that we promised all of our other kids that, that we had canceled in mid uh, March as well. So oh, that I'm reminds the, me. I'm on the hook that for all. Me, I'm on the hook uh, for all these I trips. Call, I still need to call your house and tell your kids that uh, Disney World is actually open <laughs> and the dad's been lying to me. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. You should you should do that. You should call him up and go, hey, or just like throw a, throw a brick through the window with a note on it. It's from Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Disney World is open. <laughs> Your parents have been lying to you. Uh, Disney World's open. 
Ask him what the ask him ask him what the holdup is now. Uh, love Mickey. <laughs> hey, Disney's going to get their money. Uh, they They're they will. Get their money. I know they will. It just it, it can't happen right now. But anyway, so that you, being said, it's a big this, deal. It's a big deal. You and you called this early um, all summer long. You've been saying, "Hey, could the colleges are fooling themselves. They're not going to be playing these games." And you've been so far, you've been kind of proven right that yeah, yeah, they they had a little too much confidence earlier this year that they'd be able to get out and have these games. But I want to say something. All right. Because hang on, let me, let me, let me pull it up here. I don't know I've if you it. saw I've got it one of the me. major, yeah, yeah. one of the major pieces of news uh, that happened. It actually happened yesterday. Okay. And that is that one of the companies that is um, working on a vaccine for the coronavirus um, one of those companies reported some detailed findings saying that so far everyone that they tested, they're, they're in human trials, everyone they're tested um, showed antibodies, uh, which is a really, really big deal. Yeah. Now they're moving on to a second, or actually I think this is the third phase they're moving into, which is where they're going to test it on 30,000 people. And so there's a high level of confidence that they actually have something that could get the job done. And I don't know if it's too much to think that they could get it done by the time football season starts in earnest. But boy, Alex, they're racing. And that was some awesome news. In fact, awesome to the point where we saw a major pop in the markets today. I mean, even oh. completely unrelated, even I mean, I mean, this impacted the airline stocks. This impacted. I'm uh, telling you, you just, I, here's 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 why, you know, and maybe people who are listening Here's how you know why you know futures uh, react like they do in the market because just hearing that honestly, I like boosts morale. Like it, it does. It, it, and even though even even though we are pretty far out still, according to experts on on kind of having this thing totally nailed down, um, I'm you know I get I hear that and then I think oh thank heavens uh. You know, and then I start to get sad thinking about the people who are like, "Oh, vaccine, huh? You're gonna put that poison in my body?" You know, like the. Well, the but, <laughs> that, but there are always people like I that. Know, you can't get right. I know, I know, I know, I know. But anyway, um, anyway. But, but uh, that Alex, being said, I that mean, being Alex, said, it, just today, Delta Airlines, that airline that's so important to our state, Delta Airlines is up nine and a half percent today. Thank goodness, and <laughs> and and that was because a completely unrelated company reported this excellent news about the antibody okay well that and that affected the delta stocks because they're like okay well if we can get this vaccine guess what we're all back on plane look i appreciate now, your positivity i appreciate your positivity uh and your and your your uh, hot stock talk but uh ralph nader's whole point and this is something i've had a kind of a problem with from the beginning is that just pushing things forward and saying that and it's not that I've had a problem with it. I totally get it. The thing is, is that, and this should be the icing on the cake of, for sure, this is not just a student athlete deal. The NCAA has been faking being an amateur sport, you know, forever. Uh, you know, Iowa State, which is a pretty middle of the road uh, college football program, and it's a power, it's in a Power Five conference, but they are not really, they're not a marquee name by any means in the Big Twelve. 
But they said that college football, if it doesn't happen, they they stand to lose about forty million dollars. And I'm going, you're not an amateur. Football's not an amateur sport at Iowa State, and they're not even in an important football school. You know what I mean? Think about the yeah. ones that are important football schools. And I, you know, Dave McCann, our TV colleague here at KSL Television, I think made it. I think made a really good point because people have been making fun of BYU over the last few days of being like, oh. It looks like BYU's going to have to figure out, figure this out too. Independence isn't so cool now, is it? And Dave McCann responded to one of these people who came after him, and he said, "Look, even Alabama, the mightiest of all the football, uh, you know, programs in the in the country, is going to bend to the will of COVID nineteen. You know, like in the end, if something happens and we try to push through this thing and uh, we do it too early, you're going to be in some real trouble. And these, and that's why I don't think the college football uh, season." I think there's a real shot that it might not go on on time, uh, you know, in time, or at least be extremely delayed or something in the spring. I don't yeah. know, is because the, the COVID is no respecter of persons, and we have not respected it enough to be able to earn having college football uh, for this fall yet. I mean, we just we well, and we haven't. I just we haven't done a good enough I, job of uh, of staying it or or no, you know you you're right about that. I just wanted to share what I thought was really good news, and I thought worth you know looking at and thinking, hey, you know what? Maybe there's a chance that you know we can get to a vaccine faster than we ever. Yeah, had I just, you know, and I get I get sad too about the idea of. Uh, you know, and this is what Ralph Nader said in his in his uh, article here was like, look, college athletics, they're going to try. These guys are going to push through and maybe somebody they know hasn't gotten sick or maybe they haven't been sick, but they're going to try to push through because it's a massive payday for them. Massive to the point of, you know, people are making themselves millionaires off of off of college football. Uh, yeah. But that should not be the, the pushing force on this. And if Congress, if need be, Congress should jump in and say, nope. We're telling students not to come back to campuses. That means we can't hold. Uh, you can't legally have uh, have these games either, which you know is a tough thing to. It's a tough pill to swallow, but I can see it happening. Do you, do you think that's what they ought to do? You think Congress needs to step in? Um, do you? I I think that if we don't have serious improvement over the next month and a half, that someone else needs to shut it down because college football won't do it. Won't do it themselves. You know what I mean? Too certain conferences. Momentum. Right. I, I, I think certain conferences won't do it. All right. We're going to take the break here. We'll come back. Wrap things up. What you learned on the program. Plus a Zen headline from our own Ethan Millard all the way yeah, across man. our uh, beautiful state down in St. George. So stay with us. More to go. The Nightside Project continues on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.